You're listening to Having a Chat on CJRU in Toronto, the show where we take interesting people with interesting tastes in music and talk to them about the music that they love. Alright, so if you took a ride in my car during the summer of 2019, chances are you heard a song by a band called Skeggs. Skeggs are a rock and roll band based out of Byron Bay, Australia, and them, along with uh, many of their contemporaries, have been making their way into the hearts and minds of many, many young rock and roll fans uh, throughout Canada and throughout Toronto. Uh, and we've got Toby from Skeggs with us to talk about some music. This is Having a Chat. So the way we usually like to kick things off is uh, is with a lightning round of questions, um, just so that folks who don't know you uh, or know your music can get to know you a little bit better. Um, so if it's cool with you, we're just gonna fire them off real quick and don't you think don't think too much about them, but uh, no, just sort of give it your best shot. <laughs> um, so the first one, where'd you grow up? Uh, I I grew up in a town called uh, Barara, which is like on the south coast of. Uh, of New South Wales. All right, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, first <laughs> real, real first concert. Um, it was like uh, first concert. It was uh, Blink Blink One Eight Two. Nice, nice. How long ago would that have been? Uh, that was like I was fucking. That was so I was like eleven or something. Wow. It was uh two thousand and three. I don't know. It was right. after the this the um. The album with the face and the, with the smiley and the arrows. Right, right, right. Gotcha. Face? You know that album? It was kind yeah, of like, no, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. That's cool. Was, All right, uh, first album. Ooh, um, I think like the first CD I got was like a, like, um, Tupac Greatest Hits. Really? Wow. Yeah, I think so. Because like I, a friend used to give me that, um... Get, like used to make me mixes like a, a friend's older brother right I remember I liked all the rap songs on there so that was the first one I right, finally nice. got I think I had to order it in <laughs> right yeah fair enough um all right guilty pleasure artist fuck I listen to heaps of um stuff that people would think's embarrassing right um guilty pleasure artist oh man I don't know Bad, bad baby, bad, or is it bad? Barbie? <laughs> I didn't listen to it, but like, I think I follow her on Instagram. Right, right. She's so, the yeah. Catch Me Outside girl, girl right? Yeah. Did, did <laughs> <Yeah>. a, <laughs> um, uh, Beatles or Stones? Oh, probably Stones. Nice. Um, and then last one, Liam or Noel? I like Liam. <laughs> yeah. Man, I saw on your Instagram, you guys had like a picture that he had taken with a fan in front of like one of your tour posters. Was think, that like real th- or was that? I think, no, I think some, I think someone made like fucking photoshopped that. Ah, uh, damn. I didn't know for a little while though. I think I DM the person that made it to ask because I was like, well, this is psycho. Yeah, it doesn't. It shouldn't even seem that crazy that he's been like he probably didn't even mean that he'd looked at the poster or anything. But I was like so stoked on that. 
for real for real Alrighty, man. Well, thank you. Thank you for answering those. So um, the first thing that I want to ask you about just before we get uh, get into the music um, is the logo. Um, and, you know, the, the logo is is something that a lot of people ask me about when I wear your merch. My understanding is that it was the sort of the center of a not a feud, but like something went on with Lil Yachty ripping it off. Um, uh, but the story that I have is I was on the subway once and there was this old man who came up to me and handed me a pamphlet of Bible verses. And he said, you know, you, you really, really need this. And I said, why? And he said, cause the flames on your shirt. And I said, Oh, it's a, it's a rock and roll band. And he said, yeah, if you keep listening to that, the flames on your shirt, that's where you're going to be going. So <laughs> I just, I got such a kick out of that. And awesome. so, I mean, is, uh, what, what's where where's the logo from i mean what what's it been like for you guys as musicians having such an iconic logo and you know having it be just printed onto the onto the t-shirts of so many young kids um yeah it's real cool uh i don't think it was ever even intended to be a logo it's like it was just the it was i think it was the first t-shirts that we got made up um and I just like, I don't know. Or, and Noah, like the guy that he used to be in our band, he was like drawing flames on it, like heat, like everything at the when we first started. So I can't remember if it was like him or, or what, but um, I remember like drawing, like just because Irvine, like our friend that does all our art and stuff, mm-hmm. he was like just asking for the idea for a shirt, like because we'd already. Actually, the first shirt was like it was like a flower and then like an eight ball on fire or something right. that Noah had designed. But then like after the, they'd all we'd sold all them on a, on a tour, then we like we're getting the new ones made. And I just drew like a real crude drawing of like skegs with like shit flames around it, and then that became it, I think. And um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, we didn't mean for it to be a logo, and then and then once it started to like. We people were like loving it, and he kept buying the shirts. I was, I think we were even like, should we fuck it off or whatever? Because you know, right. didn't want to like a low end. But I don't know who cares. I don't care. Don't think we care. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, so the first song of yours that I want to play is a, is a song that I heard for the first time live when I saw you guys at the Horseshoe uh, back in. I guess it would have been like May or June or something in Toronto, um, and it's New York, California. Um, what can you what can you tell us about this tune of yours? Um, it was like uh, I, think I made it up like in the shed of uh, my mate Brett's house. Um, Brett from um, he plays in a band called June Rats. Right. We've been friends for like forever, and and I was kind of just taking the piss out of um, I think Danny and BC like all those guys were there, and I was taking the piss out of like this one particular June Rats song that's like. That they don't play anymore, and I think that they, they don't, they don't even like it. <laughs> They're trying right. to like bury it, you know. But it's like, I can't remember how how it went. But it had the word Coca. I was like hanging out, drinking Coca Cola. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I could make a June Rat song up like right now, like just kind of being sarcastic. And I like, just I it was maybe even BC was playing the drums and. Right. Yeah, I just kind of like it's just that one line over and over again with the two chords. So it was like kind mm. of I didn't ever wrote it down, but it was um, made it made it up as a kind of a joke to be sarcastic. Well, you guys covered it with them at uh, 
was it Splendor or, or there's a uh, video no, floating around of yeah uh, BC's come up and played usually like get someone to just play the guitar because if they have like the slightest knowledge of how to play the guitar they'll be able to play that <laughs> song so it's like it's usually we get someone up to play it but we did this gig in Melbourne a couple years ago um, it was for the radio station over here and and th- those dudes come up and can't really remember what they did yeah, that was crazy though. It was in the park. It was like a free show, and there was all these kids like, wow, drinking wine and like throwing each other in the air. It was crazy. Yeah, well, I, I love those boys. I I, uh, I had a I had the opportunity to interview them the last time they were in town, um, and I and we had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I I asked uh, I asked Brett what his gooch tasted like because that was someone in one of the fan groups Best. online asked. <laughs> asked me to ask someone asked that that's gross <laughs> he said it tasted like fungus um Yuck. which is even grosser <laughs> and wanting to know in the first place um alrighty so with that this is Skaggs with New York California on CJRU
Um, all right, that was Skeggs with New York, California. If you are just joining us, we are here having a chat with Toby from Skeggs. Uh, and next up, we're going to listen to a song by Clay Pigeon called Blaze Folly. Uh, other way around, other way around. Oh, other way around. It's by, and I literally just said that, um, <laughs> by Blaze Folly. Song's called Clay Pigeon. Uh, what can you tell us about this tune? Um, it's probably like the 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 so- hey Blazy, stop eating that. Hey, sorry, my dog's eating the cord. All good. Um, it's like the I don't know. I it's probably you know because you asked me to play if I could like pick a song to play or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like probably the 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 song that I've gotten into most. Like it's my favorite song from the last five years or something. Right. I I saw it. I watched this movie on a um. There's a movie called Blaze. Right. And that's why I called my dog Blaze because I like right. I love his music so much. But um, <laughs> I just watched the movie and I'd never heard of Blaze Foley and he's like um, was friends with like Towns Van Zant and all these other like outlaw country guys. I'd never right. really even I didn't know that I liked that like yeah. s- sort of country music or whatever. And then I listened to that song and I was like, "Well, this is the fucking." Well, I saw it in the the film and I was like, "This is the best song I've heard." almost ever and I don't know if it was because I was like real fragile like we're on tour and I was like feeling it's like a pretty emotional movie I was just like watching it I was like and I'm always I'll watch like the hangover and cry on an airplane you know like I would just I get real emotional up there and then I was just remember watching it being like this couldn't as soon as I got off the plane I was like you guys got to listen to Blaze Foley and he's the best and put this song on and yeah I don't know I've probably listened to it so much so it's interesting I was um I did an interview with uh with another Australian band Hockey Dad and they were they were talking about their uh their sort of the fact that country is becoming an increasingly big influence on them. Um how, how do you see has has this sort of newfound interest in sort of like outlaw country shaped your sort of the the type of music that you like to make? Um Maybe it has. I'm not sure. I, I've always kind of like when I write songs, they usually have, you know, a bit of a. They're usually just a story and pretty simple. And I only know like four chords anyway. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, maybe it has. It's funny that you say that because Zach from Hockey Dad, me and him have been like um, sending stems to each other and um, like jumping on each other's songs and stuff in the mm-hmm. last couple, like week or so. But, um, even our new album, it definitely has. And Benny too, like he, he likes some country sort of stuff. And there's probably even like some influence on, uh, like album that's going to come out next year or whenever the fuck it does. But, um, yeah, I I think it has maybe I'm not like, I don't listen to any like new country music or anything, but that, that, that old, that outlaw stuff, I, I really, it's really, really cool. It's, it, 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 it's got a certain kind of rebellious feel to it, which I, I really, really like. Um, yeah, that's the tip. Like I said, I've, I've got a buddy who's really into it. And um, like whenever he's in my car, uh, he, he plays a lot of this stuff. And it, it really it gets me going every time. So it's certainly, I, I think it's, you know, like you said, I mean, I, I wouldn't have thought of myself as a guy who would have liked it, you know, but a few music, years ago. Yeah, like I always used to say I like all, every music except country music, but yeah. now like, I even like that. And yeah. I guess it's sort of the same, like the same th- thing, like when I'm traveling, I, <coughs> excuse me, when I'm <laughs> traveling, 
I like to listen to to rap music heaps just because it's usually stories and stuff, you know? Yeah. It seems to um, pass the time quicker. You can yeah. sort of just zone into the story that, that the song about, like, whatever the story is that they're telling in the song. And the same goes right. for for country music generally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, alrighty. Well, with that, this is Clay Pigeon by Blaze Folly on CJRU.
Alrighty, that was Blaze Folly with Clay Pigeon on CJRU. Uh, and next up, Toby, I have uh, the the la- the you know the only time we've ever met in person. Obviously, we're doing this over a video call right now. But the only time we've met in person was uh, was after your show at Apartment Two Hundred in downtown Toronto. And uh, prior to that, I had recently not to be too morbid or anything, but I had recently give up drink, given up drinking, and. I had been finding it like so weird and awkward to be in like sort of dancing situations. And I remember getting to apartment 200 and you guys were there and just, you guys were dancing like crazy. And it was like, I remember just getting there and seeing you guys and, and I just went up to you and I was like, Oh, like big fan. And you're like, Oh yeah, you were at the show. Like, and I was, I just sort of said, fuck it and started dancing with you guys and it was like the nicest experience for me and ever since then like i've not had a problem with awesome. um with like just dancing out at bars and shit um but one of the songs that was playing that night was uh, that's not me by skepta if memory serves um it might have been shut down but whatever uh we're gonna play this <laughs> one uh but what's your and you, you touched on it briefly but what's your relationship like with hip-hop yeah, uh, I li- I listen to I listen to to that probably more than more than anything. But and li- yeah, and like I said, like ever since I was young, I've always been into to rap music and stuff. But um, yeah, I just li- I listen to I listen to rap like pretty much all the time. <laughs> yeah, um, and then do you? My relationship you, you is that I really like it. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. Uh, this is Skepta with "That's Not Me" on CJRU. What you mean? What you mean? Yeah. Skepta. Yeah, I got some of those. You get me, Jamie? Easy. Nah, nah, that's not me. Act like a waste man, that's not me. Sex any girl, nah, that's not me. Lips any girl, nah, that's not me. Yeah, I used to wear Gucci, I put it all in the bin, cause that's not me. True, I used to look like you, but dressing like a mess, nah, that's not me. It's the return of the Mac, I'm still alive just like Tupac. Girls in the front row, girls in the back. Spit one lyric, everybody's like brat. Flashback to the cold nights in the trap, now I'm in a new whip, counting a big stack. Yellow gold chain and the diamonds are black. Jack me, nah, you don't wanna do that. Anytime you see me wearing a glove, Wait, and I ain't come here to fight like Jet Li Spray this till the clip is empty I know you get what I'm saying, you get me Love for the G's and the N's But we don't love no girls in the ends. Last time I fell in love with a skep But trust me, I will never do that again No, that's not me Act like a waste man, that's not me Sex any girl, nah, that's not me Lips any girl, nah, that's not me Yeah, I used to wear LV Put it all in the bin, cause that's not me True, I used to look like you But dressing like a mess, nah, that's not me See me, I come from the roads Bricks wanna try and put skep to and hold But no, Bad boy, I've been one of those. Wake up, cool, you will get one of those. One to the eyeball, one to the nose. I don't really care about your postcode. Take your girl, no dinner, no rolls. Two minutes in my bedroom, no clothes. Girls everywhere, girls in the club. Looking at me, trying to make a black man blush. Girls on the high street, girls on the bus. But these niggas want to hang around us, that's us. I don't want to see a stone island cars. Man talk shit, I just smile and flush. I'm looking for a girl with the X Factor, but I don't judge like Simon does. From day one I said I was serious, then serious hit the jackpot People ask what music I make, turn the volume up cause that's what I don't wear no bait designer brands, I spit deep bars on my black top 
You'll never see me smoking a cigarette car, cigarette smoke car. That's not me. Nah, that's not me. Nah, that's not. When I'm on a mic in a rave, I got the whole crowd bubbling like a crackpot. See me and Skepta in a video with a nostalgic backdrop. There'll never be a day when I don't make music, cause silent, nah, that's not me. Nah, that's not me. Act like a waste man, that's not me. Sex any girl, nah, that's not me. Lips any girl, nah, that's not me. Yeah, I used to wear Gucci, I put it all in the bin, cause that's not me. True, I used to look like you, but dressing like a mess, nah, nah, nah. Nah, that's not me. Act like a waste man, that's not me. Sex any girl, nah, that's not me. Lips any girl, nah, that's not me. Yeah, I used to wear Gucci, I put it all in the bin, cause that's not me. True, I used to look like you, but dressing like a mess, nah, that's not me. back in um alrighty, that was skepta with that's not me on cjru if you're just joining us we are here having a chat with toby from the band skeggs uh next up i want to talk to you a little bit about um sort of the influence that you guys have had on sort of a coming generation i suppose of musicians um and also road trips so there there's this band out of brantford ontario called the sun junkies um, and I did a tour with them this summer. And one of the things that we really, really bonded over was your guys' music. Um, and they sort of maintained that you guys were like one of the biggest influences on them. And I know of a whole number of um, you know, bands in the local Toronto scene who would really count you guys as, as big influences on them and their sound. Um, so crazy. Yeah, it's so, I mean... And and we and I really bonded with them over your music on a road trip. So I guess two questions. I mean, what's what's some like great driving music that you love to listen to, and and also like what's your take on um, on sort of up and coming bands that that view you guys as sort of some of their biggest influences. Um, what was the first question? <laughs> the first question was just like your take on road trip music. Uh, road trip music, yeah, yeah. Well, like I was kind of saying before, I, I pretty much like to listen to. I'll be listening to like some outlaw country shit or like rap music. Um, I like to listen to heaps of new music just in general as well. Like, or if say some of my friends have put out some tunes, I'm like always checking checking that out. Um, but also like when we're in the van, you know. Usually we'll just be all listening to our own music, like our own headphones right. and shit. Yeah. No one's on the ox, eh? Oh, like sometimes, like if it's like on your way to the gig or something, we'll be on the ox. But, but other than that, not not really because because you, if you're doing like fucking ten hours in the van, you don't want to have to listen to like whatever you know. This you'd want to kind of be curating your own shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, for real. And you might want to just not even be listening to music at that point. You might want to be listening to. Um, to podcasts or whatever. Right. I, I find, like, on tour that I don't really like to listen to music as much as, um, you know, as much as I do when I'm at home or or just going about my day, you know, right. when, when life's normal at home. I think because, like, just playing gigs and when you're at the show, you're listening to music the whole time, it's kind of, you know, you get kind of Yeah, it does you in a little bit. You kind of... Yeah, get over it. <laughs> Yeah, but, for real. Well, then, so what? What's I mean? You mentioned that on the way to the gig, someone will plug in. What's kind of like a good pump up tune for uh, for you guys on the way to the gig? 
Oh, man, Benny's got a couple good ones. He puts on... Man, I wish... Oh, God. I can't even think. But Benny's usually got, like, some sort of obscure, like, 90s fucking, like, pop song or something that we'll just be, right. like, turning up to. Or... Sweet. We used to, like... Back in the day, we used to... um used to always play um, Waka Flocka, like, hard in the night. <laughs> we, we walked out to that song for, like, four years or something. Brilliant. That song's pretty gets you pretty hyped. But um, Yeah, yeah, for real. At some point we had to, you know, hang it up. It was like... Yeah, fair thing. enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can only do, like, certain things for so long. Um, so then the next question is, like, how, how do you feel about sort of... Um, this sort of next generation of music being so influenced by you and sort of what are some like cool fan interactions that you've had that have like surprised you? Man. Yeah. That's fucking, it's really crazy to think that, um, anyone's where, where someone's like big influence, you know, cause I'll speak for myself. Like the songs that I write, you know, they're just, so simple and like I always call it just beginner rock anyway because I'm pretty right. shit at playing the guitar and <laughs> just coming up with new sort of chord progressions and stuff so it's yeah um it's baffling I, I, I don't know oh we we okay I got I got a good story like there was these kids um that uh in where, where were we in uh Glasgow in Scotland right. and they'd been just on the dms to us for years and I, I they somehow like got our booking agents um email and emailed them and their, their songs like they had songs that i think some of the oh they had a song that was the same chords as um lsd right the same melody and everything but they just sort of changed the words a little bit and i remember <laughs> messaging them and being like hey what the fuck like you guys ripped up that <laughs> song and they're like no it's like because you're our favorite band or something and i was just like what i was like that's psycho and then we yeah. got them to open up for us in um in glasgow which was awesome like they were like yeah. fucking we got to party with those kids and stuff and it's just they were really i wish i remember the name of their band but um yeah it's it's a real trip it's a trip i don't even know yeah, to... yeah no i mean it, it must be just like really really humbling i mean it's something that like mo- most of the guests that we have on this show are sort of young, like you know mu- musicians in their sort of like mid twenties, and 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 they uh, this is sort of a, tr- a theme that we often address, and and they're often just so baffled by it. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's, it, it's a trip. I, I just never would have um, imagined that that would be a possibility. You know, when we were starting the band, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and even when you put the music out. You don't expect other p- musicians or people that play music to be like, "Yeah, I want to do that." You know, yeah, know. for real. No, well, it's certainly very, very humbling. But anyway, one of one of those bands that's uh, that's been influenced by you guys, Brantford's very own Sun Junkies. This is their song, "Sometimes" on CJRU.
to a so bad right now yeah damn like i mean so here i'll the the next question is uh is going to be sort of about that um all right you just heard sun junkies with sometimes on cjru um so toby i mean there you guys have recently you, you you guys had a had an american tour coming up on the west coast of the u.s um obviously because of COVID 19 you had to sort of postpone it and but something that i've sort of been interested in discussing with bands is sort of like what they're doing to adapt and and it's been sort of cool finding out just what sort of alternative means of of communicating playing reaching their fans bands have been coming up with so what what, what's your guys's take been on uh, on all these changes yeah we've just um yeah, just fucking, it's real annoying. We just, like, really want to go and play shows. We haven't, I wanted to do, like, a, uh, yeah, we haven't been able to, like, play shows or or anything, obviously, and it's, like, I don't really know if we want to do sort of just try to do, like, an Instagram, right. you know, like, this is what it would be like. It would be like, hey, hey, <laughs> like, <what? laughs> no one's trying to. That's not a substitute for playing a gig, for, right? For our, you know, <laughs> especially because it'd just be one of us, or you know, we're not really hanging out right now. We're all in our own homes, just full ISO, right? Mode, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like as far as communicating, <laughs> just trying to, like, we're not fucking doing anything. It's like I'm not sure. Don't know how to, don't know how to make it, make it better <laughs> yeah no it's hard man it's it's tricky um so you you guys had these um these tour dates booked and one of uh one of the opening bands that you guys had is uh, a favorite of mine um pup from toronto um and you know you, well, you guys we, have i think done... we were meant to be supporting them i think we were meant to be supporting them at oh really at the, at the la show i'm pretty sure okay yeah well i just couldn't quite tell from the tour poster but it uh regardless you guys were doing a show with pop and um it's interesting like i mean something i've noticed you, you awesome. guys you know you guys have done shows with twin peaks um you, you you seem to have sort of a good good relationships with with north american bands i mean what's what's that experience been like for you just sort of coming over um to north america and and sort of getting to know people over here who are doing or at least trying to do you know more or less the same thing as you guys um yeah well like with the twin peaks guys we, we'd uh we'd never met them but we've always been really big fans so we just um <laughs> i can't like we hit them on the dms and we're like hey we're doing a tour do you guys want to come that was like years ago not i don't think they wrote back for like a year or something and we hit them <laughs> up again <laughs> and then we're like oh we're serious like come out we're you know let's try and get this tour happening where it was our like um 
uh, album tour and we wanted them to to sort of come come with us and open up and stuff and those guys are like such fucking sweethearts like like made became really good friends with them and yeah and then also just you know meeting bands when we've been over in um you know in the states and canada and stuff it's always it's always been really really nice and it's cool it's interesting for us to to sit to to speak to bands you know from somewhere else and ask like what they what it's like for them you right. know because it seems to be different everywhere you yeah know. what are some of those like big differences that you've noticed well i think like uh, i think in australia because it's like it's so spread out or something there seems to be like it's more kind of the bands have to help each other out more i think you know right. like because if you're a band from from brisbane or something and you want to go down to melbourne like that's so far you you can't you know, it's not like you have to have friends there that are going to let you stay at their house or something, right, you know? right. especially when you're starting out. So it's like, yeah, I guess that kind of, that's like why we're really lucky here to have like a real good sense of community within like the, all the, the all the bands. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, I mean, it's um, something you know, that I, tried, I, I can't, sorry, go on. No, no, you go ahead. Well, I just, I can't really, you know, but it se- seems like that, um, you know, bands in North America have that as well, but. There's just so many, there's like fucking so many more people and stuff, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so there's probably way more bands. It's like, we kind of know everyone, you know, here, we know all the bands, but. But it's so, it's always fascinated me. So, I mean, like I, I lived in Australia for a little bit and I, I was like a big fan of your guys and Dune Rats and Hockey Dad and Violent Soho and, you know, the DMAs before I went over. Um, But when I got there, I realized that you guys all like to an extent like live in different cities that are actually quite far from one another um and that was something that i i really grew to admire about just sort of like the australian music scene so to speak that just you were able to develop such a strong sense of community despite such a great deal of distance yeah i think the distance actually like i was saying kind of helps helps it because then when you get to town you've got you you got to hang out you've got like different friends all over the the mm-hmm. country and then when you come home you, you where we live there's a lot of good bands around here and there's obviously always sort of like that insular sort of um scene that like goes on in each city we right, 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 live in a course. city like we live around byron bay but there's like it's a kind of a creative sort of town so there's lots of right. lots of bands around here but um you know, and then, but yeah, it's a real, it's a good vibe. I can't wait till yeah. we can fucking go and play again. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Byron Bay, I, like, I, I met like this very, very interesting visual artist when I was there. He, uh, he was just like selling paintings out on the street. It reminds me, I mean, you know, you may, you wouldn't recognize the name, but the Kensington Market is like a really cool neighborhood in Toronto with just like a oh, lot of. I've been of, there. I've been there. Yeah. So like, it reminds me of Kensington Market just on a beach, yeah. and it's yeah. it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it's I absolutely like love that. it. Yeah. Heaps of freaks um, and stuff. It's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So you, you mentioned just this idea of like hitting up guys like Twin Peaks in the DMs. And that seems to kind of be like literally that's how we arrange this. Um, I know, you know, a ton of local bands who have set up tours just like that through Instagram DMs. So like what do you make of that as sort of becoming this sort of new way of bands to just like make things happen for them yeah well that's all i've kind of that's you know that's all i've ever sort of done is by done 
done that kind of thing is by the internet, you know? So I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not really, it hasn't really changed for me. But like right. even when I was really young, like when I was uh, 15 and 16 and stuff, I used to play in a punk band and that was on MySpace. I'd just like be messaging other <laughs> bands to try and organize shows and shit, you know? And then, yeah, I and remember then, yeah, my very first band when I was in like, I must have been in like the fifth grade or something. Uh, so, and we were convinced that if we like friended Atlantic Records on MySpace, we were going to get like a record deal. We were like so convinced. And now it's funny. <laughs> if you just heckle like, them enough, like maybe. Yeah, like I don't even up. think we messaged them. I think we were just like, yo, we're friends with Atlantic Records on MySpace. Like we're, we're good. I can't. Rem- I did that kind of thing. Like I can't remember what band it was. Like it was a band in America. Like fuck, it would have been someone. It was like, like gutter mouth or something. And I'm, I was like, <laughs> messaged them in there, and I was like, "Hey, you guys should come to Australia and let us play a gig for for like with you guys or something." Yeah. I just wrote back like, "Okay," or something. It's like, well, I was like, "What?" But like, I just fucking <laughs> with this. It's like, yeah. Oh, it's cool when you get to have those experiences. Alrighty, well, uh, since you guys didn't get to do the show with Pop, I figured we could play a pop tune. This is DVP by Pop on CJRU. That was Pup with DVP on CJRU. If you're just joining us, we are here having a chat with Toby from the band Skaggs. Um, so the next thing I want to talk to you guys about is uh, there's this, there's all these pictures on your Instagram of you guys with a trailer park boys van. 
is that like are are you a fan of that show? Yeah, for sure. Love Trailer Park Boys. So <laughs> how like did Trailer that Park come Boys? about? What's that? You like that show too? I love that man. That's like that's like Canadian culture classic. Canadian culture, yeah. That's real sick. Um, you, we um, that was just coincidence. Actually, we hi- we hired that van for our first U.S. tour. We like right. drove. Fuck, we drove around somewhere. But um, yeah, it was just a coincidence that that um, we got that van. I was pretty stoked. It was pretty disgusting yeah, I, inside, though. Yeah, I bet. I mean, like, what? There's such a weird show and. Have you followed any of the sort of like musical side of what they've done? No, what's that? What have they done musically? Well, so like Bubbles has released like songs as Bubbles, like Liquor and Whores, and like all these just like different (laughs) songs that he sings as Bubbles, like in the show. Um, And it's just, it's just so ridiculous and so hilarious. But it's been, it's funny, like this guy that I worked for in, uh, in Australia he he was a huge fan and and it's funny because it's like such a big thing in Canada and it's so Canadian um just in terms of like the content and and everything um but it was it was crazy for me to just go like literally to the other side of the world and have uh, and have people liking it um but so I, I guess then a follow-up question um have you seen the episode uh where they do stuff with Rush. Rush, like this, the shit you sniff. No, the band. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant like amyl nitrate. You know that. No, <laughs> no, I haven't seen that episode. There's like so many episodes. How many seasons is there? Is oh there my like god, they've got to be into like ten now or something. But yeah, uh, no, I haven't seen them all. But like, you know, I still love that show. Yeah, for real. What, what well, do so they do? this 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 show is like, so Rush is like. I don't know how big they've made it in Australia, but they're like kind of, you know, rock and roll gods up here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Are they Canadian as well? Yeah, yeah, they're from Toronto. Oh, uh, their bass player and singer just lives a couple streets over from me. Um, oh, hey, let's go get him. Well, my, my buddy and I used to dress up as Rush on Halloween every year. And like we were too old to be trick-or-treating, so we would like only go to his house and just and like <laughs> hope... Sick that that was going to be the year that he was there there was always someone else answering the door and we probably just looked like such idiots um but in this episode uh ricky like wants to get rush tickets so he can go sell weed at the rush concert and uh ends up like so they can't get tickets so he goes and kidnaps the guitar player and announces to the entire hotel lobby that he, that the guitar player in Rush is a drunk male prostitute. So they they take him back to the trailer park. It's it's a whole thing, you know. Bubbles ends up getting to be his guitar tech. It's it's brilliant. Um, but uh, when I saw the uh, when I saw the trailer park boys van on your uh, on your Instagram, I thought that uh, I figured we'd have to play a Rush tune. Um, awesome. <laughs> so uh, if you're cool with that, this is uh, this is closer to the heart by Rush on CJRU. Closer to the heart. 
was Closer to the Heart by Rush on CJRU. Um, we are now getting to our CanCon segment of the show. So, uh, Toby, since you're probably not aware of this, uh, Canadian law mandates that 30% of, uh, of content played on the radio has to be Canadian. Um, so, despite the fact we've, pl- we've played a couple Canadian tunes, but we're, uh, we're going to play three tunes here to round out our CanCon quota. Uh, for this episode Um, and I want to play a band called the Flamingos Pink Uh, and the reason I want to play them is because when I saw you guys play at the Horseshoe uh, during the last summer I went with their lead singer and uh, and I remember him just turning to me like he he and I have been fans of yours for years and and we just throughout the night just looking at each other just so stoked and it was truly one of the rowdiest shows i think i've ever been to especially at the horseshoe um so just talk to me a little bit about with that in mind like what you guys strive to do in a live show man it's like it's seriously like i don't know you couldn't put a percentage on it but it's 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 usually the crowd makes the show you know what it actually is you know what i mean it sort of depends on like the crowd's reaction to what we're doing like we never really think we're gonna go out there and make the crowd go crazy or something you know what i mean it's just kind of like it's all about how it organically kind of happens but um Mm -hmm. i remember that show at the horseshoe that was actually fucking yeah that was really crazy that was the first show of our tour that 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 run as well and it was like yeah it was an awesome way to fucking start the tour yeah um yeah, no, we don't really think, you know, there's never, never really like a conscious, conscious right. plan of what you just to, play what and kind of see people yeah. react the way they react. Yeah, I, I guess so. We're lucky to have like really, a really like sort of um, nice. Uh, well, what do you call that? Like a sort of like a cool interactive kind of crowd. You know, right. you always feel like you you're experiencing something together. You know, rather yeah. than do. Like what we do, I you know we do that shit all the time. It's like usually like I'm fucking it's all good, but like it's a bit more about like what what we're seeing and stuff. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, you know, th- th- that was something that really struck me with you know you guys you guys brought people up on stage at one point. You, uh, I mean, there, it, there was it like there like, was a guy with a walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan, Dan, like every man, I swear, every single show I went to that summer since your guys' show I saw him like up up there like yeah. I mean, Dooney's brought him on stage as well yeah he's, uh, well, they said that that's so sick he's become a bit what of a legend. legend he was like crowd surfing with his with his walker and shit I was like yeah, that, this is fucking awesome yeah, yeah that was so, so sweet. sweet and like yeah. yeah I mean just the 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 crowd man like I I have not seen a crowd go off like that in a very very long time it felt like there was a uh, you know, there wasn't a single moment where at least one person wasn't crowd surfing. It was, uh, it was really, really cool. But it, I, I think it, it, you know, you guys go up there and do your thing, and I, I, I think that the energy of the crowd certainly, uh, certainly reflects the the energy that you put into yeah. it. So uh, it's like it's like eight ninety percent of the vibe. You know, if it was just us and standing there and like there was there was like 
you know, everyone, there was five people there standing up the back and it'd be like, ah, oh, these guys are pretty shit. You know, that's where yeah. it is. You put the crowd there like, and everyone's sort of like going crazy. It's like, it's just, that's what, that's what it's. So the live since you about. said that, I mean, like talk to me about maybe some shows that you guys have done where like no one's shown up. That's sort of been something that we, I've, I've got a pretty good one with. at like in, in Toronto actually, like oh, really? probably the worst show that we'd ever played, but we were there in like 2015. Right. And um, we were doing um, Canadian Music Week. We right. had like a couple of shows and we were playing in, um, I can't remember, I, I don't think the bar's there anymore, but it was like, we had a fucking 3am slot. Then he oh. had no voice. We were all like sick and tired. And um, yeah, and no, not one, per- I don't think one person rocked up. So we were literally, pay- literally playing to no one. <laughs> Like not yeah. one person there, except for our manager who was cruising with us. He was the, he was there. Other than that, there was like f- five people sitting on the other side of like the bar. You know, like the right. bars here, and then like they were sitting like out, like trying to talk and stuff. And then I remember like finishing playing a song. Like we just finished. It's like then it goes to dead silent. And then one of the people that was sitting up the back walked past, and I just hear the guy go. Um, he made this noise like. <laughs> oh my god man that sucks that's like there's like no noise and then it just the guy goes or like Psh, something like that I was like, dude Pah. that's so rude oh so grim well so but, um, like what yeah what's it like for you guys then like kind of going from that to then playing like a packed horseshoe like just yeah we, we can believe it when we made it back yeah i think we've played at the horseshoe twice now maybe yeah I think I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah, but it happens sort of gr- gradually. Yeah, the, the show is getting a little bit busier and busier. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's real cool. That, but th- to be fair, like that same um year that we came over for uh the Canadian Music Week, we uh, did a show. Was it like a cabaret bar or something? Is that still there on that on that main road coming into the city? There was like uh. I don't, I don't know, know. some sort of like cabaret sort of bar we played a show there like and that was at one in the morning so a little bit right. earlier a little bit more buzzing the next day and there, there was a, yeah and there was a bu- there was a few people there dancing and shit so you know yeah <laughs> so yeah. Like, yeah you build your way up <laughs> well, i love yeah, that so man like, well you can't expect to like fair enough like who the fuck's gonna know us in toronto in 2015 just kudos to you guys for not getting discouraged and you know making your way back and and playing what was certainly one of the highlight gigs of uh of my summer 2019 so uh i'm really glad that you guys didn't give up and you and you kept on making your way back oh we'll, we'll always come back as long as as long as y'all have us yeah all right fuck yeah all right well this is uh this is the flamingos pink we're gonna play a bunch of songs from their album custom cream uh this is uh shake on cjru wow Talking to myself Who do you love? Am I the one? Cause I feel brand new I'm free And I'm ready to sound clean I 
songs off custom cream by flamingos pink uh and uh now just to wrap things up uh in this hour of having a chat with uh with toby from the australian rock and roll band skeggs um 
you guys just put out a new single not that new it was in october but uh what can you tell us about this new tune um yeah that was we kind of had just uh finished writing this song before we came out uh like to toronto last time and yeah it was meant to be just kind of um yeah, it was, it was probably the first song that we wrote for this new album that we've just sort of finished recording. But um, when we were out on that tour, we we um, went and recorded it in. Uh, uh, where where were we? Uh, we recorded it uh, in Joshua Tree at. Um, oh wow. Rancho de la Luna, you know right. that studio? It's like. Uh, yeah, it the, sounds familiar. Uh, I mean, Joshua Tree is like a beautiful spot. Yeah, it was really nice. It's like. Uh, the um Dave Catching, he's like the guy out of um he's one of the guys out of Eagles of Death Metal and um Right, right, right. Fuck, I think he used to play in Caius and stuff. He was a bit of a legend, but um we just recorded it there uh just before we left to go home after that last North America tour. Right. But um yeah, I don't know. Save it for the weekend. It's me- it's meant to be about like trying to not drink through the week. <laughs> 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 I like that, man. That's good. Um, all right. Well, I mean, you know, thank you so, so, so much for uh, for hopping on the call with me. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, and, you know, I I suspect you don't have any tours upcoming that you can promote, but uh, certainly I hope wish, that... I wish, man. Uh, yeah, man, for real. All right. Well, uh, thank you very much again, Toby. And uh, for those listening, uh, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, to wrap up this hour of having a chat with Toby from Skeggs, this is Save It for the Weekend on CJRU. Yeah.
Waving to the weekend, I know.